Welcome to Comcast, episode number Jizz. <laughs> right back, you know, we we started on the balcony, and the last one's going to be on the balcony, too. Yep. Isn't that great? And we're going over the balcony. <laughs> if, you, if you landed right on your head, you, you would... You would yeah, but my luck... Un- unlive yourself. <laughs> with my luck, I would just shatter my ankle. <laughs> you just break both your legs all the way up. Yeah. But if you broke your legs, maybe... Oh, you're already... See, that's, you're already tall. You're not a man like me. You don't need to do leg <laughs> lengthening surgeries. No, not anymore. People on TikTok though, they tell me, man. Like I told them I was five ten in a video the other day. Well, it was which was mostly about me being violently morbidly obese. And then they asked like, well, "How tall are you?" Because they want to like reference. I'm like five ten, and then people are like, "Jesus Christ, you're manly." He's disgusting. God, I thought you were tall. Yeah. Guys, don't you realize like anybody in the entertainment industry is like the tiny little. Be happy. I'm not five seven, five six. And I gotta save up a little money, and I'm gonna go go to Russia soon, and I'm gonna break both my legs, and they're gonna reset them, and then I'll be six foot one Chad in no time. And then I won't be able to run anymore, probably ever, maybe. So that's, <laughs> and then we'll, like while I'm like bedridden, and I just make all like I probably still make like porn, like just in the hospital bed for having my legs broken. Those could be some hot videos. Yeah, and then but I also get morbidly obese again while I'm in the. In yeah, the bed and then you can't for like six months or whatever. And then you can't. And I'll like and I'll refuse to do any of my like, uh, like uh, the therapy stuff they they want you to do. Yeah, like the mobility training. And then you can't run, so you can't lose the weight. <laughs> yeah, so you're just. I'll be like really fat with tiny little legs that like can kind of like barely. Yeah, you'll be like six three, four hundred pounds. <laughs> Chatted the fuck out. Three inch penis because all the fat is overtaken. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. People. Well, see, there was a lot of people though. I mean, because I made a video the other day on TikTok, just you know, being like, "Yeah, it was like you know, the package was was like three inches shorter when I was really fat. I was like three hundred pounds." But then there was a lot of people that were like, "Yep, that's true. Yep, every 30, 40 pounds, you lose an inch." So, but then there were some people like, "That's not true. That's not real." It's like, I, I, it is, bro. I don't know what to. But here's what I'm confused about is mine is three inches now, Mm -hmm. and I'm not really that fat. Yep. So if I – how does – Yeah. Well – I'm in trouble, aren't I? You might be in a little bit of trouble. Oh, God. I didn't want to But there's a – I know a wonderful doctor in Miami that uh, a friend of mine has been going to, and he does wonderful work, hacking up your penis and lengthening it and making it thicker and look kind of strange. Does it look like like Frankenstein's creation? Well, some would say that. Because I want that. I'd like to have that. That'd be great. I'd really like that. That'd be a good thing for me. <sighs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, losing weight is, uh, you know, it's hard till you get like a month. Like you get like three weeks into it, and you feel pretty good, and you look a little better, and you get motivated. Yeah. You know, because even for me, like right now, I'm in I'm in a piggish state a little bit, but rode my nice little bicycle. 12 miles yesterday in my my tight little my tight little leotard officially bike sold officially bike sold again bike-pilled. feels so good raptor pilled truck pilled and bikes and bike pilled the best the best way to be um but you know you just got to like you know you got to be motivated about it cuz you feel better when you don't eat like such shit you feel better it just takes like a week to feel better like you stop drinking all the all the slop just loaded with, you know, red 40 and 80 grams of sugar per serving. No. And then you feel way better. No. 
Well, you don't drink that. You drink the zero stuff. Yeah. It just has the all the nice, yeah. you know, blue well, I still one. Want all the chemical additives and stuff. Yeah, just no I sugar. I still want the, the calories. Yeah, the calories and the sugar's bad. Yeah. But I don't know, man. You just gotta you gotta get after it, you know. And uh, I'm trying to get after it. I only had I only had a bowl of Chipotle yesterday, so I did pretty good. I was so tempted to go get Taco Bell like one in the morning because I'm like I'm gonna go look for gas. <laughs> Because for those of you that don't know, uh, it rained here for a day, and now we don't have any gas in the, in all of South Florida. Because that's how this <laughs> state, because that's how this fucking shithole is run. Is yeah, uh, that's cool. You know, anything you see on the commercials with Ron DeSantis or any that, that it's paradise down here. It's not. It was maybe ten years ago. Now it's a fucking nightmare. It's hot. It rains, and immediately there's no gas for some mystical fucking reason, through sheer government, you know, governmental incompetence. And wh- where's Ron when all this is happening? Where's Gov? Where's Gov? Ron? He's in Ohio, talking about talking about why trans kids should be able to play soccer. That's what that's what he's doing right now. Come fix the gas. I can't drive anywhere. <sighs> Fuck. Hey, but this is not having gas might stop some people from driving to the doctor to have their children's penises cut off. Do you think about that? I don't care about that, dude. <laughs> Who cares? Stop talking about this. I'm sick of it. If you want to be trans, be trans. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Do what the fuck you want. As long as you're not stabbing people in the fucking head, who cares, bro? My take on it is be trans if you want. I think I fully support it as long as you turn out hot. Jesus Christ. And that's I'd- probably the most controversial take you can have on it. Yeah. But as an elite, high-level coomer, maybe one of the foremost in the world. There's a lot of you guys. Wow. I don't know what you're doing. And I, I, hey, man, do what you want. But give it a good thought of how it's going to turn out at the end. That's all I'm saying. Be yourself. <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want to do. Okay? If you want to. If you don't come out hot, it should be illegal. That's all I'm going to say. Jesus <laughs> It's a joke. It's a fucking joke. It's not a joke. It's <laughs> 100% serious. It's a joke. Holy fuck. Jesus. Do whatever the fuck you want. I just want gas. I don't care about anything anymore. I just want to be able to go to the gas station and get 93. I'm horny. Yeah, he's also horny. <laughs> so it's a problem. He's a he's the ultimate goal. I'm just, I'm just cutting the, the, the freshest real takes out here. Yeah. Yeah, I that's feel that people are so exhausted with the trans shit now. It's like you can't even you can say literally anything now and it doesn't even I know. Even the pro trans like they're like I know. It's a nightmare. <laughs> like, it's a nightmare. Everybody's tired. You know what I mean? It's just like I think I think he, I think you know. though, I think people, you know, do whatever you want. Um don't fuck kids. I don't do whatever you want, don't fuck kids. You're good. Don't kill people unless they yell at you or something too much. Or they come on your driveway. <laughs> Yeah. Have you seen that shit? No, what? Dude, there's been like four cases in the past week of like people going to the wrong house and like knocking on the door and getting shot. Where? Down here? No, like around the country. Bro, there was somewhere where like this kid, this kid, he went to this guy's, he went to a house. He thought he was picking up his, his like brother and sister and he was at the wrong house and the guy shot him in the head, right? And then while the kid is down, the guy went over him again and shot him again. Some 85-year-old fucking guy. And it was a white guy that shot and it was a black kid that went to the wrong door. It's a nightmare out here, bro. This Wait, cunt- so the kid just knocked on the door? Yeah, the kid just knocked on the fuck. Bro, it's guys, you can't open your door and shoot somebody in the head. I, 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 can you? No. Okay. You can't do that. You can't <laughs> fucking it's murder, bro. It's a te- the kid lived. 
He got shot in the head twice and he lived. What? Yeah. Wow. Bro, it's fucked. This whole country's fucked. What a nightmare, bro. I'm I'm moving to I'm moving to fucking Venice. It'll be underwater in like a decade, but who cares, bro? I'll learn how to swim better. Hey, this country, it's a shithole, bro. I want to go home. Well, I'm glad you just got your you got your tactical gear on. Yeah, You're ready for the. I had to be. You got to travel around like this now. I got my tactical gear on. I blended with my GT3 with my green shorts. Yeah, and my shoes, the chameleon shoes. Yeah, and uh, so I I I can slip into the <laughs> into the bushes as well. Yeah, no, it's a real, it's a real horror out here, bro. It's it's a fucking nightmare, dude. Anyway. So we we said that we were going to talk about uh, some of the lore. No, the lore. Talk about the no. Talk about your fucking. I'm going to talk about fucking nothing. Talk about your weird fucking. I'm going to talk about nothing. Talk about your fucking weird past. You disgusting creature. Talk about your past. I have Asperger's. Me too. Me. I won't talk about anything relevant to anything anyone might be interested in. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking refuse. I fucking won't. Do I it. refuse to make this a good product. I simply won't. That's what Nestle says. I'm going to keep doing this until Theo Vaughn or David Dobrik or somebody is titillated and entertained by my R autism and invites us to L.A. to eat their asses with them and do whatever Moloch ceremonies we got to do to make some goddamn real money in in this fucking business. Well, none of that's ever going to happen. So I guess we're going to keep sitting in your fucking backyard talking about cars and Florida and, you know... (laughs) All this completely useless shit that doesn't matter. Yeah. And I'll be sitting here in my camouflage just waiting. Waiting for someone to waiting for someone to make a mistake. Yeah. Most likely me. Yeah. But uh wait, before we get into the the old lore, the deep lore. The ancient tales. I just want to say I got my green GT3 back. It's all autismed out with the Dundon headers, exhaust. That's the uh we got full PPF, you know, tune, and it's great. It's finally great. It's perfect. It's how I wanted it. It's been a saga. I well, actually, I'll have to. I have to get a shifter. I have to get a shifter from a GT4, the last car I had, and put it in the new GT3, so it's better. The shifts better, but it's very close to being. It was overall a prop my mistake doing this and get rid of the GT4, but. It's awesome now, and it only costs an extra $130,000. Yep. I hate cars. Quick update on me. Uh, I got a Raptor. It's an orange. I love it. I'm over cars. I don't ever want to talk about them again. Um, and I got a new bicycle, and I really like that, too. And uh, <laughs> I'm free. I'm free now. You're looking at it. I know it might not <laughs> seem like it, but... I almost crashed into a Honda CRV under a, over going over like a like a... <laughs> Underpass or whatever earlier. Yeah, I was being a real menace. I'm going to get locked up soon. Um, feels gr- good. <sighs> yeah. I, I just <laughs> I don't want to be free. I kind of want to be a truck sell. Nick's truck is cool. I like it. It's, uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> last week when they had the great, you know, the great monsoon of uh, 2023 here, yeah. uh, you were on the highway. Yeah. And uh, you ran into a little flash flood action. Yeah. In the Wraith. Yeah. And uh, it hydro locked on you. 
Yeah, I honestly didn't even want to talk about that. <laughs> I I've legit not even been telling anybody. Like I told you, yeah, well, you were there. Yeah, I had, didn't have to tell you. Yeah, I told you to come get me. Yeah, come save me from the side of the fucking road. I told Brian. Yeah, but I didn't even tell anybody else. Like even people that asked me, like, "Hey, all the cars good?" I'm like, "Yep," because it's like I don't even with the. But I had to go to a tow yard. But I drove is- to a tow yard in my Lamborghini the other day. I had a horrendous experience. Some gif- some gypsy nightmare tow people, char- you know, got milked 500 bucks out of me to to rescue my Rolls Royce to release it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they just, hey, you know, whatever. I pay a lot of fucking money for insurance, so. Can't wait till they don't cover it. Yeah. Because that's their fucking job. But I'm kind of like, I immediately that happened, and then the next day I was looking at other cars, and I was like, I'm going to not even know what's going to happen to this car and buy something else. And then I, like, calmed down a little bit and was like, let's just, whatever, man. Let's just. You know, folks, ladies and gentlemen, distinguished members of the audience. Cars have taken everything from me. <laughs> I know. Please don't get into cars, man. Please, before it's too late, don't start. I know. It's not worth it. I know every, every week we get, you know, every 10... Do anything else besides get in the car. Smoke two or three packs of cigarettes a day instead of being in the cars. Yeah. Do heroin. Anything. Okay, well, maybe save not, yourself from this nightmare. Maybe not heroin. That might be worse than cars. Fentanyl. That also might be worse than cars. Quick way out. <laughs> There's no cars on the other side. Probably. I don't know. Maybe there is. You know, you get to heaven, it's like you gotta... Or hell and, oh, God. Jesus. It's just a Buick dealership. You go to hell and just wake up in a Buick dealership. I'd love that. That'd be amazing. That'd be really great. But um, we need walkable cities. <laughs> ban, <laughs> Where are my walkable cities? Ban cars. Ban all cars. Fuck cars. Um, but no, man. You know, I know it, we do the show like every two weeks or something or ten days or whatever it is. And I know every week, we, you know, we're 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 not doing good. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I just we just want you guys to know that uh that that's the truth. That's uh the truth and we come to you with our hat in our hand and we give you our on you know our honest really I'm feeling good. I got a haircut. You do. You look very sharp. It's a nice you're looking like a real a real a real gentleman here. Yep. I haven't gotten a haircut in a while, but you know, we just want everyone to know that we we love them and uh if you don't see us again, ever we're in a better place hopefully or maybe not i don't know i'll let uh i'll let the clouds decide i'll let the, you know but anyway so uh the ancient lore the ancient uh the ancient alex adams lore the old tales of a man who came from the darkest places and is still in those dark places and will yeah. probably never leave those crevices of depravity. Yeah. Um, so why are, you, why are you the way you are? <sighs> Can we talk about Dark Souls? <laughs> Fuck. Back to... <laughs> back to literally zero watch time. Back to... <laughs> back, back to literally... <laughs> literally every... This show is the same every fucking week. You watch one of these, yeah. it's the same as every yeah, yeah, other yeah. one. Yeah. It's, it's just... Uh, we hate all car dealers. Cars are bad for you. Hey, so I'm halfway through Dark Souls 3, and I've realized it's awful. 
And then it's me being like, I want to be outdoors. <laughs> it's this whole fucking show. It's a whole show. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> having a fucking, having a, I'm having a meltdown here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably because I spent, <laughs> I, because I spent like an hour setting. Stella says she's going to be here in 10 days. I hope so. I talked to her more last night. Okay. Because Stella's been out in L.A. Moving winning. and shaking with some real, yeah, she's winning. You know, a winning, a winner. Stella. Us, we're being losers in South Florida. And she's out in L.A. hanging out with real winners, fucking sucking off David Dobrik. She's a queen. Know, making out with Karina. Oh, man. God bless her, uh, Just real, well, you know, she's probably in touring, like, you know, $50 million Hollywood Hills Estates, looking to see what she's going to get for her summer home. Or, But she said she's coming down here. Stella, if you need an assistant, and I'm available. I'm available. I'd love to, I'd love to talk. <laughs> I can't wait till I get that GT4 shifter in the GT3. Stella, <laughs> please, please save me. He's sick. He won't stop with this fucking Porsche shit. It never ends. He should not be allowed to buy a Porsche, okay? You should not be allowed to own any Porsche products. Porsche, I'm saying Porsche now. Because you shouldn't be allowed to own any of those products because you are unstable. Yeah. You're instable. You're not good at walking. <laughs> Oh, God. Holy. We're almost done. Just a few more things. Almost done. Almost there. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. I hope someone likes this. I hope there's like at least 30 of you who watch this and you get some level of sick pleasure from from whatever nightmare that we're we're doing here. Yeah, but do, do, your, do your... The thing I told you to do. Oh, the thing that I was trying to do for the past 10 fucking minutes. And you're like, Dark Souls... I like Red 40. Jesus fucking Christ, bro. 18 minutes See, in. Th this, is, this is what happens when you ha truly have no respect for yourself or your viewers. <laughs> yeah. Mostly ourselves. Yeah. Because we love the people that watch. You know, mm, we get nice comments. No, yeah, you do. That, yeah, you do. Don't lie. Yeah, I, I love you guys. You know, we like everyone except ourselves. I just don't want to... See, the, 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 the problem with me is that... I got to where I'm at by doing whatever the fuck I wanted for the most part. So now, in any kind of, there is not much effort to, you know, scavenly lazy. Yeah, just yeah, to say yeah. it like, yeah, yeah. It, it just yeah. you know. Well, that's I mean that's fine, you know. <laughs> what you wear the four hats? I put it. I, I'm built. I'm built tough. Okay. I don't know what the. How do we get Jordan Peterson on the podcast? I, I want him to start I, crying. I, yeah. I don't. We talk to him. I can't. I want to kiss. Him. I hate Jordan Peterson. I, I hate him. him. I he was kind of interesting like seven years ago, six years. My ago. brother sent me a clip of him talking to Lex Friedman. It was like three minutes long, bro. Yeah. My brother was just like, lock all these intellectuals up. Yeah, they're he's, fake. And then like he, he's like, I watched 15 seconds of this, and I want these people to be in prison. <laughs> and I was like, I watched the whole thing. So I like <laughs> like it. I kind of like it. And then at the end, of course, I like texted bro my brother. And I was like, just so you know, he cried at the end. <laughs> he did, did he cry. Really? At the, yeah, he that's his thing. He That's can't it. not cry. No, bro. Do you know why, man? It's because he was on probably like a ridiculous amount of benzos for like three years. That dude, that melts your brain. And then you get off that shit. Literally, bro. Someone probably holds the door for him, and he's like. Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> you really understand. You really understand what it means to be a human being at the most I, basic level. I, 
that's what it is, bro. I love you, Jordan. And I'd love for you to come on the podcast and cry. He's got I'll, fucking Benzo brain. I'll, I'll do Benzos with you. I'll cry, too. We'll all cry. We'll have a good cry. I'm not coming on that episode. I'm taking that episode off. You get Jordan on here. Bro. I'm sick of him. If you just, if you want to be a better man, just clean your room. Make sure there is nothing on the floor. That's right. As he's well, he's just lives in a fucking just complete disgusting. Hole. Yeah. And it's and his, like him and his daughter like only raw meat together or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I, you know, I don't want to be an intellectual. I want to be not on the internet. I, I, I want to be. Se- I want to be built for tough. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm gonna get you one of these. Okay. I'll I'll order it from from yeah. Walmart. I I I want to make a bunch of money selling weird little Chinese made knickknacks on Shopify. I want to be a king. Like you're friends with some of the nice yeah e-com guys. Really, yeah, with some Amazon FBA guys and, and different and the Shopify guys. They're kings. Yeah, I see those guys and see like, you know, it's. I mean, it's fun doing sex. Don't get me wrong, but um, no, it's not. <laughs> it fucking sucks. Sex is fucking stupid. Should be but, illegal. I see these. I just see these these internet, you know, e-commerce guys, and I'm like, man, bro, it just looks so good. seething. Just me too. I'm, it looks se- I'm so seething good, too. Bro. Yeah, no. So we might be enrolling uh, Nick here in uh, some kind of internet inter- universities. Yep. Soon, we I'll might be-, be wasting 20k of the business's money to like for Nick to do courses about how to like. I'll be learning how to do business. <laughs> yeah. Real, yeah, real no, business. Year of our Lord, 2023. Yeah, no, it, it's. It's you know I'm jealous of those people you know I uh, I want to be one of those guys they're kings you know I got depression um, anyway so uh, I'm not talking about the I, I I'm giving up on the lore thing bro I'm I'm done oh, it, if I if I I'm gonna leave I'm gonna smash the camera I'm gonna smash everything I'm throwing the hard drive in the pool okay. <laughs> Why are you the way you are? Why are you like this? Well, I'm a you know I'm a truck owner. Okay, I own a Ford Raptor. Okay, solely only because I work for you and you give me money to do it. Mm-hmm. And I can't I can't live like this. All right, I need to build businesses. I need to be out in the field. Yep. I need to be hauling. Yeah. Okay, I need to have emergency equipment in my truck. Yeah. Okay, I'm dude. I'm literally never gonna use the pickup bed, the bed of the pickup truck ever, probably ever. But anyway, what, what's uh, <laughs> yeah? <laughs> what's the? Hey, King, take us back to the early days of Alex Adams. Well, it all started um, when I was attempting to learn to suck myself off. I think it. What age do you think that was? 13 years old, yeah. Fuck. It couldn't have been 18, huh? It had to be 13. And I was successful. <laughs> Didn't you just get up and leave? Yeah. No, that's real. That's real. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. I think I was... Wait, you were able to do that? Yeah. Have I told you that? No, I thought you were fucking LARPing, bro. <laughs> There's no way you were able to actually do that. Weren't you a fat kid? Kind of, yeah. How are you able to do that? Where Nick, where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a world first here. Hearing about teenage, barely teenage Alex Adams' ability to self-filate himself. Yep. 
Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, like, they have an uncle or something. I had to do it myself, okay? You can sometimes you pull yourself up by your own bootstraps and molest yourself with your own mouth. <laughs> Christ. Please don't molest anybody. I hate that I'm the voice of reason on this nightmare thing. I want to be, I'm supposed to be the unhinged, look at me, look at me. I'm yeah. supposed to be the unhinged one. Yeah. Look, I got green shoes on, though. <laughs> I got two black limbs, and I'm wearing mostly camo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. And I'm the voice of reason. Yeah. Well, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, but have you eaten gallons of your own jizz? No. I have. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's, that Tell might... Jordan Peterson about how much of my own cum I've eaten, and he starts crying. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, you're so in touch with your body. It's just like Dostoevsky. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, um, yeah. I, well, I think at 12, um, you know, I, I, I figured out how to beat off. Um, I had, it took a while. It took a lot of, like, numbers and different things going through my head. I heard m- rumors about this. And I think I'd gone through the sex ed class a year before. So I was like, I know the vagina, the PP goes in there and then it feels good and it comes. I was like, what about? The vagina is like you have to use a vagina for it to do that, and that was like poof, epiphany. Other things could make it feel good too. You don't need the vagina, and this is a lesson to all you out there if you haven't realized this. <laughs> so then I tr- started using my hands. <laughs> and then you know, I'll not probably long after, maybe another six months or so, like I'd heard about. There's maybe jokes or something about sucking yourself off. And I was like, that's crazy. Who would do that? What kind of hinge freak would try that? Me. So I think I tried it. Maybe I was like 13, one day after school. And just like sitting on the toilet. And I was like. And I got like right to the tip. I was like, what? I'm almost there. I, it was like the moon landing. It's like we touched down. You're like, oh, you know, we didn't, you know. It was like, how far can we go with this? <laughs> we went all the way. It was, it was uh, mission accomplished. That's the, the long and short of it. And then, but it took, it took months of practice. Like I had to stretch. I would crack my back. I probably have like back issues from that that I haven't really experienced yet. But then later in life, I'll just be like that old man hunched over pushing the cleaning cart at the airport in the video I showed you. Yeah. Because I sucked myself off for like four years straight every day after school. Every day? Yeah, bro. I had nothing to do. I was supposed to do my homework. <laughs> so yeah, I got to where I could, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much the whole thing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. We've been friends, but then over time, I probably by like fifteen or sixteen, I kind of stopped doing it very often because I could realize like it was causing some damage. Like I would feel a little like I I was like, this isn't good for me to do keep doing this all the time like this. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember feeling so cool because you can't can't tell anybody about this. But I remember thinking like nobody. I remember like you know I think being in high school maybe like fourteen, fifteen, walking through the halls and being like. Ain't nobody here sucking their own dick, bro. I'm on some different type shit. I'm him. <laughs> like, ain't nobody out here sucking their own dick like me. 
you know, so. That's the clip. That's the clip right there. Ain't nobody can suck their dick like I do. Yeah. All these guys got to actually be talking to girls to get head. Not me. I just go in the bathroom no. and do some yoga. Yeah. Some quick, some quick. Uh, so just because you see Alex Adams out here fucking like every woman that you've ever seen ever or whatever. Doesn't mean that for a long time I wasn't doing it my damn self. <laughs> you know, don't get it twisted. I'm what you call a self-starter. That's right. We just <laughs> video like girls sucking my dick. I'm like, stop. <laughs> Do it yourself. And I can still do it a little bit. I just can't because it's I, I haven't so it's rarely done it in so long that it's like I'm out of practice. If I really was like focused on doing it again, but I am like paranoid that I'm going to be because just imagine, bro. Is there anything more kind of like nightmarish than like you're sucking yourself off and your back breaks or something? Yeah, no, that's awful. Please, <laughs> please don't. I mean, please don't try to. Please. Yeah, so it's like I'm 36 years old now, man. Sometimes you got to grow up. Yeah. Sometimes you got to start, you know, stop sucking your own cock. Well, especially when it's part of your job to have your pee pee sucked. Yeah, somebody. you're like, how much cock sucking does one man really need? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's. God, this is a fucking. <laughs> this is an episode, bro. This is an episode. This is some shit. Yeah. You guys wanted this, you know. The, f- the fucking 50 or 60 of you that actually fuck with this. God bless. I don't like this show anymore. It's God, weird. Yeah. Uh, he's, he spent 15 minutes with it talking about sucking his own penis every day after school. I, I wouldn't blame you guys for being fucking repulsed, you know. But uh, that's... I'm just thinking about it in my head. And I just That's astounding because to, to, to hear that you did it one because you know every guy tries to do that or something you know i never tried to do that personally but you know every, you know every guy you know probably think you know at least thinks about it i've thought about it but i've never yeah. tried to do it yeah. and then i thought like oh when you told me you actually did it in my head i'm like oh he probably did it once or twice and now you're telling me you were doing it like every day yeah. for years yeah you you, you some six you don't do t- you know, you don't spend 260k on a on a, on a GT3, and then another 30k in modifications, and then not drive it around the neighborhood and almost crash into minivans every day. That's you don't do it that once. You do that until you are stopped. You know, so I had to take it all away. You know. Oh my fucking god! That's the dude. best thing I had going for me. It was a huge opportunity for me. You know. Because I was a, a fat, weird kid. I didn't talk to girls, bro. I, you know, they didn't, you know, I was fat. I was eating a lot of ice cream sandwiches. You know, there was cum on my breath. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I wasn't any, any uh, you know. Yeah, you had a, you also were pretty. I wasn't the Chad Manlet that sits before you today. <laughs> I'll tell you that much right Yeah, but you also now. had a pretty, uh, you were a pretty religious young man, too, a little bit. Yeah, I went through a stage of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Now, were you still doing the the self sucking during the religious phase? I think it was. Well, I think that it was on and off throughout that. Okay. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot, you know. I hope this. Channel- like these, I hate these like weird, you know, these weird old like fucking like. Gay people online they get mad at me and they say I'm not really gay or bi or whatever. No, you definitely. Or they are. It's like, bro, I was sucking my own dick. Like, don't tell me that's not you. That, oh, that's straight. Yeah. Okay. All right, bro. I will. 
I will say. <laughs> okay, sure. I will, I will say. I don't want to have sex with men anymore. I'm over it. It's mid. I will say, you have uh, run the sexual gauntlet. Yeah, I've done it all. You, it's like, don't tell me anything. It's like, you haven't experienced the, the horrors I have. Yeah. I mean, you've been with men, women, trans people, uh, mostly yourself, it seems like. Um, Rocks in the yard. <laughs> trees. <laughs> trees with just wide enough holes to to figure something out. But, you know, you're, you are an equal opportunity yeah. degenerate. Yeah. You know, you don't discriminate against... Yeah. You know, yeah. You just want to be hot, yeah. Which I feel like it's most people are like that too. You know, me, I'm I'm retired. Um, you know, honorable, honorable discharge. Uh, I did a, you know, I did a lot of I did a lot of work, and uh, now I'm done. Yeah. Well, as a Ford owner now, there's really yeah. kind of it's a waste of your time to have sex. Really. No, you it is. Important things to be doing. Yeah, I could be hauling or something. Yeah. You know, I can't think about I can't think about things like that. I'm too. Yeah. I'm too busy. I'm so high up in the truck, man. I can't even really see other people a lot. So, you know, I uh, I don't have time for such things. But no, yeah, you're an equal opportunity. You know, you're, you're an equal opportunity uh, degenerate person, and, and I respect that. You know, um, but so so from the age of 13 to you know last week, you <laughs> sucked yourself off pretty much every day. Yeah. <laughs> That would be accurate, yes. Every day. Yep. And uh, so, what was the what was the thing after the the sucking yourself off? What was the next? What was the next? You know. Yeah. uh, Well, I think by like fourteen, fifteen, I was going through this uh, religious journey, uh, spiritual quest I was on, and trying to figure out because I went to a Catholic school, and you're supposed to get like confirmed when you. Yeah, I did that. Like thirteen or fourteen or whatever, which is basically saying like. You agree with everything the Catholic Church says. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Is that true? This sounds like a scam to me. I'm not sure if I do. Yeah. So then I went, you know, and you know, I was a little edgelord. I was a little fat edgelord who sucked himself off <laughs> in eighth grade and arguing with the fucking whatever history teacher who was doing the, like, fucking Catholic class or whatever. Oh, God. How do we know this is fact? You know, and then I started reading a lot of books, you know, and then, you know, I just... Uh, you know, I went back and forth different. I was, like, going towards a lot of more Protestant kind of stuff for a while. I was talking with some um, old Islamic man in Saudi Arabia for a while on Yahoo Chat. Uh, nothing ever came of that. But we have discussions. I'm, like, fucking 14 years old and talking <laughs> to some old man on Yahoo Chat. In, in the Middle East. Yeah, in the Middle East, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What? What are you? Yeah, uh, truly, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you could see a scholar in the making. Yeah, and it's like so. You know, you go from you know, you go from sucking yourself off, and then and then going on a spiritual quest journey, yeah. realizing like, uh, I don't know. You're just kind of like that's where I got after a couple of years. I was just like, bro, I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> Every <laughs> how the fuck? Are we, it's this is all like, what is it, all this? Well, it's all fake. A lot yeah. Of it. Almost all of this. See, that's the thing is you can <clears throat> you can shit on religion nowadays and people love that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, was it to me, because to me it was like, you know, as a young man, been sucking himself off for a while and, 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 and gaining a little bit of status in the community. Poisoning yourself with your own cum. <laughs> yeah. By just chugging. Filling my chugging head with the, every day. See, with the, the devil juice. Yeah. Uh, I was like, bro, if this is true, I was just like, 
if this religion, if this is legit true, this is the most important fucking thing. Like, this isn't a joke. Why does everybody take this like a joke? This is either true or it's not. Yeah. So if this is true, bro, we got to go all in on this. Are you kidding me? Or not. It's like, what? it was yeah. like really frustrating to me that people were like, well, you know, you just kind of, but then I didn't, over time I was like, yeah, well, because it's like all fucking fake, bro. That's why it's like a, it's like a fucking. Yeah, it's know. like Herbalife. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like fucking Herbalife or like, uh, what's it called? Uh, like Cutco where you sell knives. Yeah. And they promise you you're going to make money, but you just have, a, you have like 18 boxes of knives in your garage and you can't yeah. because so, no one uh, wants knives. To me, knives. it was like a valid importance that like, well, there's like 8 billion religions. Like, let me figure out which is the true one. This is very serious. Yeah. This is, why is no one else taking this serious? <laughs> you know? <laughs> just you sucking yourself up in your room being like, you finish sucking yourself off and you're like, back to work. We got to find the real, we got to find the real McCoy here. We got to find the real deal. <laughs> One more self suck, and then we're back. Then we're, <laughs> then we're going to church. But then after a couple of years of that, bro, I was like, I, I you know, I kind of was a place where I kind of gave up, and I get, came home from school one day. I'd like started kind of working out, and I lost a bunch of weight. I was looking pretty good. I was like 16. My mom had given me an old Range Rover that was, you know, like 10K, but this was back in probably 2003. So, I mean, that's probably the equivalent of a $200,000 vehicle in today's, you know. <laughs> Today's economy. Yeah, with inflation or whatever. Yeah. But things were kind of going kind of good, better. I was like kind of feeling like maybe I'm slightly more normal. So I wasn't really talking to girls, but I was like, uh, maybe. Yeah. And then I came home from after school one day and was like, I've never had a beer. Oh, no. First mistake. Like, classic first mistake. Yeah. So I, I, I went downstairs and had one of Grandpa Pop Pop Joe's uh, Miller High Lives. And, um, Pop Pop Joe. Rest in peace. We love you. And it was it was very nice. And then I started, so I started drinking hard, heavy, all the time, you know, and, and, and doing any drugs. And I got into drugs, you know, so. And I was like, who gives a fuck about this fake religion shit? This is real. I found the real God. Yeah. It's booze and <laughs> yeah. drugs. Yeah. So I went hard on that for a long time, for another, you know, seven years or whatever. Jesus Christ. Or even longer than that, I guess. Well, probably. I mean, well, you, you got like 11 years Eight, now. Eight, nine years, yeah. I was, I was running and gunning and i had some periods where i stopped but i got in a lot of trouble went to rehab a bunch of times you know ended up joining the marine corps at 21 uh went to rehab twice when i was in the marine corps for being a gigantic drunk maniac uh unhinged self-sucker <laughs> yeah correct correct yeah and then that was what finally got me like sober for good when i got kicked out I did four years. I got kicked out right at the end of my contract um, for jumping off a balcony. Not too dissimilar from this one. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. And I was fine, bro. It was this high? Yeah. But it was, I jumped in grass. Oh. It was a little, not quite as high, but it wasn't. Yeah, honestly, it was, it was probably like close to this, yeah. Jesus it just Christ. It felt like right on my back. You're a sick fuck. Yeah, but I was shit-faced drunk. When you're drunk, you're limber. Oh, yeah, you're good, yeah. Now you're loose. You're Nothing loose. You. Yeah, you're loosey-goosey. You can kill a family of 10. You know, bro. that's why they say... And they, you, you get out of the you crash, like, you're good, bro. You know, that's why they say a lot of, like, uh, <clears throat> people who are drinking and driving and they're really blasted and they get in an accident, they're, they're usually not as fucked up because their body just kind of goes wherever. You know, whereas, like, if you're a sober person, you get in a crash, you tense up. But when you're drunk, you don't tense up, so you're, yeah. you know... So that's how you want to go through life. Limber. Don't be ten don't tense up. <laughs> Title of the episode, don't tense up. <laughs> or self sucker. <laughs> anyway, so you 
you found religion. Well, you found self-sucking, and then you found religion, and then you found booze and drugs, <laughs> and then you found government employment. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love. I say I love the Marine Corps. You know, a lot of people, uh, you know, aren't aren't big fans of the military. Yeah. Either never been in the military, and then a lot of if you get in the military, there's a lot of people they're going to be working with in the military who are not big fans, and are like, oh, I fucked up real bad. This is the worst mistake of my life. <laughs> Why am I here? This is horrible. This is hellish. <sighs> but for me, when you've been living in a halfway house for like a year and a half, bouncing around. Crashing cars, you know, working at Radio Shack and doing construction and, yeah, um, you know, to me, I was like, oh, the Marine Corps, like, boot camp's only three months and I'm a United States Marine. I'm not just a degenerate, self-sucking half house resident, you yeah. know, drug addict degenerate, a U.S. Marine. Hoorah! And I was like... You know, my, it'll make my parents proud of me. It'll, like, give me uh, benefits, a place to, like, live. And, uh, and I was like, and it'll make me have some discipline, you know, so I can stop self-sucking constantly, <laughs> drinking and driving and whatnot, <laughs> and joining religious cults, you know, and just, you know. Holy I was like, I'm a young man. I need, at 21, I need to. <laughs> Bro, you really should not be where you're at today. I mean, Jesus yeah, fucking Christ, man. Right? That's fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> fallen. Fa fallen race. Uh, A fallen race of people humans are. Yeah. Where, uh... Yep. Jesus Christ. So then you were, you know, you were... Yeah, so I, you know, I, I figured, you know, the Marine Corps would be cool. I was like, fuck it, man. I had this, this, this... This buddy of mine that we drank and smoked weed a lot, and he used to be in the Marines, and he was an absolutely unhinged maniac and fun to hang around with. Sometimes not fun, sometimes very scary, but, you know, in a cool way. Yeah. And uh, I never thought about the military at all, man, except but then I was just like, I was like, bro, if I'm going to do it, I got to do it crazy shit. Marine Corps. Yeah. Fuck it. You know? Yeah. And I figured I'd get to, like, kill people and be a badass and have PTSD or whatever. And Didn't get to do that, unfortunately. What did, what did you actually do? I worked on uh, little night vision goggles. I nice. cleaned the lenses on so little night vision you were, goggles. You were a lens crafter. Yeah. You were. You worked at the... They, they, they'd call us... Uh, the Sunglass Hut. Yep, I worked at the, the Sunglass Hut. Of the yeah. military. Yeah, it was really cool. You're real, you're real badass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they did uh, call us window lickers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but you're supposed to be smart to get this job. Yeah, isn't that like a pretty... Because you're working with hundreds of thousands of dollars of... Uh, electro-optical equipment. That's what they call it, electro-optical. It was like an electro-optical technician. That sounds fucking fake. Optics tech. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, but I broke... Well, it's because all the contractors' prices are all inflated, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're charging the government, like, fucking $15,000 for, like, a night vision thing that yeah, costs them 200 bucks. Yeah, yeah. No, I love the guy. I love, and I'm breaking it. And then yeah. we're ordering new parts. Yeah. No, yeah. I love what we got going on with that whole system. It's Oh, yeah, it's It's great. cool how a pair of boots costs, like, $8,000, yeah, yeah, even yeah. though they're, like, $50, you yeah. know. Yeah. Woolworth's boots or whatever. Yeah. Hey, but there's some, you know, there's some contractors out there with some very beautiful homes, Nick. So, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. 
Some say some beautiful Georgetown estates and and yeah. in New Hampshire and then Palm Beach. And some so houses. Please don't disrespect the uh, military industrial complex community. Okay. Some houses are so nice that they're on the Blackwater. Yeah, and you know, and if if it, all that means is that the taxpayers have been defrauded trillions and trillions <laughs> of dollars. Hey, maybe a hundred million people had to be murdered for no reason. I mean, have you ever been to a thirty million dollar state in the Hamptons? I can't. I, you, you I have not. I can't say I have. And not. I have not. Eaten. People like us are not allowed. But you got to no. imagine it's nice, and it's. I think it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, I want to go back in. I like. See, that's the thing. Is like when I was in the Marine Corps, even joining, and then while I was in, I was like, I hated the government back then. I was like, you know, I was on the conspiracy theories and a drunk self sucker weirdo. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I discovered like a lot of people in the military the same way. They're disaffected youth. You know, you, you got you got a lot of guys who are just from nowhere towns, had no opportunities, joined right away. But then you got a lot of guys like me that maybe a year or two older have been just a big drunk fuck up piece of shit. And yeah. they're like disenchanted with life in general. And they're like, fuck it, it's last stop. Last stop before I get locked up in prison for 20 years. Yeah. Let me try the military. Yeah. But the thing is, Marine Corps was cool. And you screamed a lot and got yelled at. You wore cool uniforms. Most people don't like that. I thought that whole thing was neat. I just... See, the thing is, like, when you're living in, in, a, in a shit town, working shit jobs, doing shitty drugs, how long are you going to do that before, you, before going... You, you know, you, you go to Paris Island, South Carolina, you get screamed at by huge roided-out drill instructors and you yell that, and you, you got to shoot stuff, and then you got to march up, and it's it's just like, it's neat. You just got to think of it as like it's a little role-play thing you're doing. You know, I've, It's I, experience. Well, you want to just lay around high all the time for your whole life? Enough already. Well, as someone who's served for many years, um, I'm wearing a Ford hat now, so it's my job to do stolen Valor stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as someone you who should was, wear full, like, army yeah. camouflage utilities. I should start saying I was in the SEALs or something. And I got kicked out because I hurt my foot or something. <laughs> I love to see him jumping out of that, jumping out of the orange Raptor. Yeah, like full army BDUs. Yeah, like uh, with like all upside down patches and shit. <laughs> just like you're arm, on some like fucking like like army. Like a, you're on like a stolen Valor Facebook page. <laughs> I'm just wearing like Coast Guard patches, and I'm like, yeah, I was in the SEALs. Like Space Force, I'm like, right. <laughs> but because uh, I, I went to school. Uh, I was not in the military. Um, just not not for me personally. Um, I, I can I can create enough suffering for myself on my own. Because um, I went to school with a lot of guys who were mostly Army, but like Marines too and stuff and Navy. And I went to school with like dozens. Of, I probably knew like 50 guys that were you know in the in the service, as they say. And literally every single fucking one of them hated boot camp. I only know two people that liked boot camp: you and a and a and a buddy of mine. Who is a legitimate sociopath, and he loved uh, the only thing he didn't like was the orange Gatorade. Fair enough. That's orange Gatorade is gross. Yeah, he was like, I loved boot camp. It was really easy, except orange Gatorade. So he liked getting yelled at. He liked rucking like ten miles a day. Yeah, and getting screamed at, yeah. and you know, licking the floor clean or whatever yeah. the fuck they make you do. Yeah, he just didn't like the orange Gatorade. Yep. And uh, I was like, well, that's interesting, he's man. He's a patriot. He is. He's a, he's a, he's a good man. He's a, he's a patriot. Um, Listen, a lot of people... A lot of people are a little soft. A little squishy, squishmallow people. Okay? 
And uh, I was one of them. I was a squishy squishmallow filling his mouth full of jizz for years. <laughs> Eating ice cream sandwiches, <laughs> reading books, uh, uh, playing like the, the, I mean, top tier Redditor. If I knew Reddit existed, yeah, that would have been me. Yeah. For years, bro. Yeah. And then one day I realized like, uh, I've ruined my whole life. Yep. I'm fat and depressed and retarded and addicted and violently addicted to drugs. Yep. Let's try something different. Let's join the Marine Corps. Hoorah. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know, you know, and that's not for everybody. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I just was like, what are you trying to be happy all the time? What's the point of that? To me, like, I just thought it was like, I would have never, th- I never thought about it for you. I would have never done it unless I was in absolute dire circumstances, you know? But that to me is like, if you are in kind of dire circumstances, that's when to join. Cause that's when it's like, you're like, oh, bro, this shit ain't that hard, bro. Yeah, they get mad, but if you just move real quick, they don't really notice you. They yell at the other guy. And it's like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm like kind of getting in shape. I'm like stronger and like, Maybe I'll get a little bit of this power one day that these guys have, and it's cool. <laughs> you got guns. It's it's neat. It, and, the, and the Marine Corps, especially, that's why I enjoy the Army, the Air Force, because I've talked about it on TikTok before. And kids will be like, "Oh, join the Air Force. It's better, bro." I'm one of the gayest men to ever exist in the history of the world. That's true. And join, is that not a fact? No, that's a fact. Even though I've set, had sex with like 1,500 women. Yeah, but you've also had sex with probably 1,500 men. Yes. And, and 1,500 trans and women. And I think how many times I've sucked my own cock. Yeah. Which, un- this is new evidence that's been uncovered. That I've released to the public just now on this broadcast. <laughs> I really haven't spoken well, about yeah. it on, on such a large pl- platform before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the, big, the biggest platform in the world. But even as one of the, the, the greatest, no, most infamous homosexuals in the history of the world. Yeah. Join the Air Force is way too gay for me, bro. That's so fucking gay, dude. That's so gay. It's like, bro, could you do something right once in your life? You know? Like, if you're going to do it, as, like, I didn't do anything while I was in the Marine Corps, I just cleaned, like, fucking night vision goggles and shit, dude. Completely. And got drunk. Completely useless. And had sex with people off Craigslist. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. just like, I figured, like, you're going to do the military thing. You got to gotta go to the Marine Corps. It's... It's just badass. It's like, fuck it, you know? Yeah. And I just... But, you know, a lot of people have a little bit more... They're not in such dire circumstances or whatever where they're, like, going to be homeless, on their last ropes, yeah. no other options, and they're trying to be smarter about, like, well, I can get a better job and the lifestyle will be better and easier. Yeah. All that shit's gay, bro. I don't... It's just... Yeah. I... Go I, in your life. Join the Marine Corps. Go... F- like, <laughs> I... Yeah. It's I just cooler. And then you always get to say you were a Marine. It feels better than saying, like, oh, I was in the Air Force. Because, like, guess what? If I ever, I barely ever mention it, unless it comes up kind of, and I'll say, like, yeah, I was in the Marine. And then there'll be some guy who was like, oh, I was in the Navy for, I was in the Air Force. It's like, bro, I I don't want to have sex with you. Stop. Leave me alone. It's cringe. I'm just. I was a dishwasher in the Navy. you You can trump the being in the Marines thing, even though, as I said, I did nothing at all in the Marine Corps at all. Completely, completely useless. Average, lazy. I was basically like a post, po- like, I was a government employee in the same way like a postal worker is, basically. Yeah. But I had cool uniforms. Yeah. And I got to scream. Yeah. And I got screamed and you, at. And you got to like, break shit that cost And I got hundreds. to go on hikes and go on runs. And I got yeah. to break really expensive equipment. 
Yeah. I also worked on howitzers, these big, huge artillery guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to align the sights on them. I didn't really know how to do it right. But we did it. We pumped them out. I put a big dip in. Was running the gun. You fucking right. I just, I think, I imagine you just not knowing how to line up the sights on the howitzer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like a week later, there's like an article on the news. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, uh, eight people died in a training accident because the howitzer fired 80 well, yards to the right. Whose fault is that? Is it my fault for not doing my job right? Or is it their fault for being there? So here's what the military <laughs> also allows you to do. Uh, not fucking take accountability for your fuck-ups. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I, you know, man, I, I just, you know, because we've been friends for a long time and we've spent an unhealthy amount of, of time together. And, like, I, you know, obviously, like, we see a lot of people that comment on, like, the TikTok and stuff. And they're like... I'm done with all these people. I'm done with them. And they're... <laughs> and, I've heard enough of their shit. And they're like... Bro, bro, put me on, bro. I'd love to do, I'd love, I want to do your job. And it's like, you, he's a, he's like a real deal degenerate. Like there's like maybe like eight people like him in the whole world that aren't dead. So you got to have a certain level of, uh, of just complete and utter sexual degeneracy yeah. to do what you do. Yeah. You know, you can, if you're someone who just likes having sex with women, that's, that's most guys, you know? Yeah. You're not. That's, you're not cut out. Yeah, no, that's you got to be able to have sex with women that you might not be super into, yeah, or that might be kind of difficult to work with, and then you got to make a good product out of it. You know what I mean? Like, so he's the ladies and gentlemen, he's the real deal. And uh, th there are sometimes it's almost like sitting there looking. See, that's at, the thing is, if you were in the Marine Corps, like if you were in the Marines, if you're in the Marines now, or you were in the Marines, and you liked it, yeah. You you might be sick enough to do porn. Yeah, you might could. You're what like if if you're we're in the Marines and you loved it, and you're one of the very small group of people on the planet that could possibly do my job. Yeah, successfully. Yeah, you're one of again like eight. That's people. the thing to really. That's the thing to to, to really even enjoy the Marine Corps. You got your brain's got to be broken a little bit. Yeah, you got to kind of be a sick fuck. It's a death cult. My friend who I partied with. Before I joined, and I didn't even tell him until right before I joined because I knew he was like, told me like that was a bad idea. He was like, it's a death cult. Do you understand what that means? And I was like, no. <laughs> Sounds dope, though. Like, I want to I go to Waco. He's like, good luck. It's a sick, it's a sick organization. Yeah. You know, it's like a group. It's like a, you know, it's like in a Dark Souls game. It's like it's, a, it's, a, it's corrupt to the very core, but it's really badass and cool. I mean, when you're running, like you go on runs, and sometimes you would you would do chants or whatever they call them, like cadences, about like killing kids and shit. Jesus Christ! But hey, you gotta you gotta you gotta kill them. No, you they're don't. bad. You don't have to do that. Jesus <laughs> fucking. Christ. Well, we have to keep. We have to now. We can't just stop killing. Killing, all the killing uh, brown children. Yeah, the US that's this whole fucking shit's based off of U.S. Now. government's number one, their, their ethos, their number one policy, make sure you go to poor countries. Now, and of course, like, I'm a decent person. I'm not a sociopath, unfortunately. Yeah. Which, I'd be worth so much more money if I was. Oh, God, yeah. Dude, no, so you, much more, dude. You'd be making two million a month yeah. if you were a sociopath. Yeah. If you weren't a good person, we would not be even doing this yeah. right now. But so it's like, I know objectively all that, a lot of the military shit, it's sick. It's it's bad. Still cool. <laughs> I, I know something cool and badass when I see it, and it's like, damn, we might be on the wrong side, but fuck, it's dope. This is kind of cool. Because see, a lot of people though, it, you know, they don't. A lot of guys don't like it because they have a they, their fantasy of what it's going to be is way over the top. 
It's like yeah. they don't imagine all the bad stuff, all the boring times, all the times you're standing around well, and, you're, and you're getting treated like shit. Where to me, I had already came from a place of like, I am a piece of shit. Yeah. I fucking couldn't hold down a job at fucking Radio Shack. Uh, <laughs> barely shower every couple of days. You know, living yeah. in a halfway house, living in my grandmother's basement. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew I was a piece of shit already. So it was like, yeah, I was like, good. I should be treated like shit. I need fucking help. I need to listen to what these good, wholesome men are trying to teach me. As they scream that you're worthless. Yeah, but see, some some people go in there. They're like, they're hot shots. They got you know whatever. Like they think. Yeah. And so then they have a hard time, and then, you know, why don't you uh, rip us off a quick Radio Shack story? Because you got some good. You got a, like a couple good stories yeah. from your time at the Shack. I am truly proud of my time at spending Radio Shack. How long? I like, worked at Walmart, but Radio Shack was one of the highlights of my professional career. How old were you when you worked there? Uh... So I was in like nineteen, like nineteen to twenty. Okay, how long were you there for? Like a year or something? No, may, maybe like eight months, maybe almost a year, probably less than a year, but probably like six to eight months. Okay, because I remember you told me uh, a couple stories about people coming into. Because for those of you who don't know, uh, uh, Mister Mister Adams is not technologically inclined mm, whatsoever. No. Um, I don't want anything to do with that black cube of Saturn. Yeah. None of this stuff. Even I though he spends his whole day staring at it, yeah. deep, deep into it, pondering. Um, so, you know, you got a job at Radio Shack, and you told me a couple of pretty funny stories of, like, your the the, Shannon, the shenanigans, the shenanigans that went on there. Yeah. Um, what was the one where the guy wanted to buy, they, you know, there was a guy who would come in, and he, he, would, he, would, he would give you, like, pills for something or whatever. Yeah. You know? Uh, his name was Tim. This is his real name. If I remember his last name, I'd say it. Because <laughs> he's probably dead. And Tim, if you're not, I hope you're doing well. You're a cool guy. I like I liked working with you, man. I hope you're doing better. You know? Uh, but, you know, this, the, the, the thing with Radio Shack is, man, it, it, was a, it was a, you know, this store, it was a real cast of characters. Mm-hmm. So here I was, new hire, 19 years old. In decent shape, getting a little chubby, but I've been working out, so I wasn't, you know. Yeah. But I, my hair was crazy. I probably looked like a complete homeless person. Yeah. Um, Nineteen-year-old half living in a halfway house. Mm-hmm. You know, basically just having a job because it's like I have to have a job or I get kicked out of the halfway house. Yeah. Um. Not really clean or sober. Yeah. You know, just drunk, living in a halfway house. Yeah. Pills. Well, you know, not drinking sometimes, sometimes drinking, trying to not get caught. So sober light. But yeah, but so like a 19 year old halfway house resident. And you got Tim, right? Who was roided out Chad, dude. Hot shot sales guy who was, he, he just come from the, the, the store at the mall. Oh. And last year he made 60K <sighs> selling cell phones. Oh my goodness. Because I don't know if, I think it's kind of different now, but I mean, I, I hope to Christ people still make money selling cell phones. I don't know, but probably not. The whole thing was, you know, the way to make real money, Radio Shack, because you're getting paid like whatever, like nine, ten bucks an hour or some shit, is to sell cell phones. Because then you get that like commission. You can make yeah. like 50 bucks, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Signing somebody up on a nice big fat plan. So Tim, he'd come from the, the store at the mall and he told me, I did 60K last year. And I was like, wow. Million dollars. I've never heard of that much money in my whole There's life. so much money. You live on the water, <laughs> and he's just all roided out, blonde, like buzz cut, just fucking look like Johnny Bravo, honestly. Hell yeah, just super based individual. And then, um, so you had him, you had me, nineteen year old halfway house resident. Um, you had these two lesbians 
Um, and these were real lesbians. Real lesbians are very rare. Yeah. Especially real like lesbians that are, that are attractive. And that's a fact. I'm sorry. Okay. But, and I know that they were real lesbians because neither of them had sex with me ever. So, yeah. They weren't barking about that. Everyone is beautiful. Anyway, continue. They wouldn't have sex with you. But there was a, a, there was a black girl and a, um, oh, actually, no, I fucked it up. There was a black lesbian, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then, um, who was like drug dealer. Okay. Right. Cool. She sold like pills and weed and stuff. Okay. And um, just like kind of thin but hot, you know, kind of tomboyish. Yeah. But still like in a hot way, not in a yeah gross way. Waifu drug dealer lady, yeah, not in a Ford owner kind of way. Yeah, um, that's fair. Built tough. But then there was another lesbian who was like a sixteen-year-old, a nice sixteen-year-old lady. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna describe anything else about her because I get yeah. in trouble. She was a nice lady. She was a nice lady, and you never did anything but say hello nope. to her. I said okay. hello to her. Yep. And then um. Maybe bought coke from her. I don't know. But she was also a drug dealer. <laughs> and she was very cool. So there was two. They, and they, those two lesbians weren't dating. The other the one was dating. You know, there. But there was two separate yeah. lesbian drug dealers there. That's crazy, bro. Um, it's got to be some kind of anomaly. Yeah. And then there was a, there was a guy. And you had me and then Tim. And then you had a guy named, I can't remember, but you had like a real professional like 4chan member. Okay. You know? Yeah. And this guy was, was thin. Uh, ponytail, like long ponytail, black hair, death metal, yeah. enjoyer, um, just real edgelord type guy. But like quiet, yeah. you know, just smoking marble reds out front. But he was probably like 20, 21, like 22, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And he just, and he, and he was, knew something, uh, he knew a little bit about what was going on, you yeah. know? A little tech guy, just real. Yeah. Um, and then you had the manager, Gary. And Gary, God bless you if you're still with us, man. I enjoyed serving under you, sir. <laughs> I really did. I, I hope you didn't stroke out at Applebee's like you always said you would. Um, but when I talk about stroking out, it's from Gary would say that. He'd be like, one of these days I want to fucking stroke out in this fucking store. And um, How old was Gary? Gary's like 40. 43, probably. <laughs> but he would go to the Applebee's in the plaza and get shit-faced after work a lot of days. And um, just a real gem, bro, you know? Classic. Just trying to run a decent store in the shopping center in this shithole part of Maryland. And and just dealing with us, you know? A couple lesbians, halfway house guy, fortune edgelord. Steroid user. Steroid abuser. out chat. Steroid abuser. Um, and that was the main cast of characters, man. And just we had a good time together, you know? Yeah. Um, and... Uh, you know, like Tim, you know, the the Chad Chad man, like he, you know, he was doing good for a while. Then, like, he started partying a little too much. He started, you know, doing pills at work. And eventually he got caught stealing. Ah. And um, he got fired. And then he approached me maybe a couple weeks after he got fired. Towards the end of the day, I was, like, closing or something. And he said, hey, man. I'll give you some clonopin and methadone wafers if you let me steal shit. <laughs> I said, yeah, deal. And I would just eat the handful of pills he'd give me. <laughs> and he'd take a big bag. Like, cause they, you know, he'd sell like RC cars and stuff. So sometimes, you know, he'd have some, buy something big. But he'd take a big black trash bag, one or two of those, and just grab that type of shit. Because back then, you know, this was uh, probably like 2007 or something. Yeah. So it was like they didn't have... 
and I'm sure other stores had cameras, but we didn't have cameras. We didn't have, <laughs> have that technology where you shack back in those days. That high text yeah. at Radio so Shack. So he did that probably like five, six times or more for a month. Um, and then that was towards the end of my career because um, I was partying a little too much. And I think I had just gotten kicked out of the halfway house for good, for crashing my car. What? People crash cars and I'm always higher drunk. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was. In my case, I yes, o- I was. I, I okay. almost always was. <laughs> oh man! But um, so then I ended up like I, I ended up uh, eating a couple like a couple clonopins and drinking a few beers one morning when I woke up. I was supposed to go to work at like two p.m. or something. <laughs> I didn't even do anything bad, bro. <laughs> I had like three clonopins and like. I had a couple red stripes, bro, like the fun Jamaican <laughs> beer or whatever, dude. Fun, fun and I woke up at like 6 p.m., you know? <laughs> passed out for like third, 14 hours. <laughs> and then I woke up, I called Gary, and I was like, because I had been letting Tim steal a lot. I didn't, <laughs> you know, there was a lot of things going on. Basically, at the end of it, when I quit, everybody had gotten fired or quit for stealing. <laughs> I think no. the only guy left was the edgelord 4chan guy. The only honest employee yeah. among you fucking yeah. Imagine de- that. degenerate mm-hmm. thieves. Yeah, among the degenerate homosexual nightmare thieves and drug addicts <laughs> that worked at average Radio Shack employees. Turns out turns out the 4chan guy was embezzling thousands of dollars every yeah, week. Probably, yeah, probably. He was just he was just very smart about it <laughs> yeah, and they yeah, never yeah. noticed. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. He's probably like, well, Radio Shack's not really doesn't really kind of exist anymore. Yeah. They exist as like a Twitter page, right? Who? Radio Shack? Yeah, they're like a weird NFT meme thing now. Yeah. They got bought up by some yeah. some grifters, yeah. some fake. So I, I would hope, though, that that 4chan friend of, friend of mine that worked there, like he made he wrote it out all the way to the end and, you know, but and then maybe jumped ship before the business imploded. Yeah. Probably walked away with a nice, you know, $30, $40 million golden parachute or whatever, I would hope. He's probably living in Palm Beach right yeah. now. Right? Yeah. He's just watching, <laughs> smoking in Palm Beach. <laughs> Because he played his cards right. Yeah. He played his cards the right He's way. Like, Maybe I'll see you here one day, Alex. <laughs> Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> Probably not. God knows. God knows you're worthless. <sighs> but yeah, I you know I just called in that one day. I passed out and I was just like, "Hey, Gary." Uh, he's like, "You coming in?" I was like, "Well," because uh, it's four or five hours left to my you know. He's like, Are "You quitting?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right," and then. <laughs> But it was uh, what an experience, you know, what a great experience. I remember one time, you know, the 4chan guy, like he was making swastikas out back with the lighter fluid. Jesus Christ. And lighting it on fire. And then he opened up the fire extinguishers and was spraying them in the back and stuff. And we were, and then what a mess fire extinguishers are when you set them off. (laughs) But my daily experience as a Radio Shack employee was that like, I don't know anything about technology. Yeah. How'd you get that job? I, they don't. I was a warm body. <laughs> they needed people. I had know? a pulse. They probably paid. We're paying like nine dollars an hour. Like nobody wanted that job. And you know, and then like cause even I remember, and, it, and a lot of times like cause some old boomer would come in. They want some weird coax cable to hook up to an antenna or some all you know. And I would say, "Well, <laughs> sir, all right, I can direct you right over here. We should have everything you need." And <laughs> you I just point to a wall. Away. Yeah, and I just like walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, "Well, can you know?" I'd be like. One moment, sir. And then I would go ask, like, the 4chan guy or, or Gary, and, you know. Hey, Gary, how do cables work? Which one does he need? Yeah. You know, and then I, w- selling cell phones, 
I struggled so so much at that. <laughs> yeah. I was not very good at that. It was very overwhelming for me. I'm getting dizzy. There's a one time I think I told you about where a guy who was like, because we were very close to military base. Yeah. An army base where I ended up actually, after I joined the Marine Corps a couple years later, ended up being stationed there because my training school was actually on this army base. So I went to the Marine Corps and then came right back into town. <laughs> I came right on back in. But it's cool. There's this big army base where this was. And there's a lot of military personnel. You know, at this time, I'm kind of drunk on Halen's, you know, halfway yeah. house person. I don't know what's up the military shit. I don't want nothing to do with that nonsense. <laughs> don't kill my vibe. And some old, you know, boomer 50-year-old guy with a buzz cut came in and he's trying to buy a cell phone and has the unfortunate luck to work with me. And, and you know, I'm sweating. I'm trying to type up information. And he's like, I'm asking like for his name. And the guy starts going like, Alpha, Bravo, <laughs> Tango, Echo, Whiskey. His name, I'm like... His name was Abtu? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> I'm like trying to actually make a real name. And I, I, my brain I can't... Yeah, I could tell. I I'm, like, I'm like, oh, he's going to fuck this whole thing. He's just riffing. Yeah, be like... I forgot all the like real phonetic <laughs> alphabet shit. Yeah. Yeah. Echo, Bravo, Charlie, <laughs> Come... Jizz. His name was Foxtrot. Name was A B Triple C F. <laughs> but I never knew. I didn't know what the fuck he was doing, bro. I know he was spelling out his name. And I'm like, um, and he's just like Whiskey Alpha Charlie Tango Bravo Foxtrot. I'm like, sir, I don't know what that is. <laughs> he was very upset with me. He was very very upset with me. Um, that was what a lot of my radio show experiences were like. High on drugs. High on pills. Um, thinking about how I could maybe have sex with one of the hot lesbians that worked there. Yeah. Um, the one that was above 18. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yes, of course. I hate what the internet's become. Fucking disclaimers all over the place. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was a child back then as well. Yeah. yeah I was a, a child on pills, working at Radio Shack. <laughs> Unsupervised, letting, you know. <gasps> oh, dude, fucking, today's the national holiday, bro. What? It's fucking 420. Really? Yeah, dude. We're an hour and ten minutes in. We haven't even addressed 420 yet. It's Weedler Day. Hold on, bro. I brought some weed. <laughs> bring like a pound of weed in a bag. <sighs> but yeah, Radio Shack was a great experience. It was a uh, it was good times. Like it was a it was a it was a CBE. It was a Charlie Bravo Echo, a character building experience. Hell yeah, we've had a lot of those. It yeah. seems like. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted you to share that because you told me those stories a while ago. And I think they're some of the best kind of uh, authentic. <laughs> authentic. <coughs> oh, God. Yeah, see, that's Radio Shack. They're trying to they hit the poison button in you. Yep. But it's, those are some of the best, like, authentic Americana stories. Uh, just, like, an absolutely misguided youth story yeah, that yeah, I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah. Because um, I have a couple of those, but not a ton, really. Um, but, yeah, no, those, those were... <clears throat> yeah, by the end of it, man, Tim, the the... Roid enjoyer and pill enjoyer, he was doing something, man, because he was turning jaundiced, bro. And like the bro. last couple times he came in to let me let him steal stuff, yeah, he looked like he's, I mean, he was yellow, bro. His eyes were yellow. Jesus. So I bet I his hope, liver was fucked up from yeah, all the, from the, the pills and, and the roids. roids and, oh, yeah. That'll do it. He should stay at that store at the mall. Maybe he couldn't stay at the store at the mall. Maybe there's a reason for the transfer. Yeah. I, I believe 
Yeah. Without having all the information. Because yeah, you were coming to that hot shot store at the mall, our little shithole. Yeah. The world. Yeah. No, I, uh, there was a reason for that transfer. And uh, we don't know what it is, but we can make some. Well, I wish him well. I, I hope for the best for him. He's probably dead. So, Tim, if you're watching in heaven or hell, thank you for tuning in. Um, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, I thought that was a good, that was a nice little, those are some cool stories I, I like pers personally. So I figured, you know, the 15 people that watch this, probably they might be kind of interested in it. And maybe they have some stories about uh, them working at uh, random electronic stores that ended up going bankrupt from just absolutely terrible management. Like Circuit person. City. Yeah. No, I had a buddy of mine who worked at Circuit City. He <laughs> loved it. He loved it. And um, he said the hottest chick in the store wanted to date him, but he was too stupid to realize that. And he was so into, like, World of Warcraft that he didn't bother even even interacting with her. And now he's, now he'll, like, years Low later. base department? Yeah. And now years later, he'd be like, man, I should have, I should have had sex with that woman. And I'd be like, yeah, well, what were you doing? He's like, I was so obsessed with World of Warcraft. It was cataclysm, man. I had to do it, you know? But yeah, I thought that was a good story. I don't really have that many crazy kind of... One uh, footnote. Enough out of you. Talk too much. I know. I'm sorry. Silent. I, I think maybe a month or two after my employment ended... At the shack. At the shack. Um, I bought an eight ball of cocaine from the black lesbian's girlfriend, who was also a drug dealer. Mm -hmm. She was a Latina. Oh. Her name was Angel. Ooh. She was very hot. Yeah, that sounds hot. Um, and of age. She was... Pretty sure. <laughs> and she's selling me. She gets in my vehicle. I think it was like a Dodge Neon at the time. Perfect. Perfect vehicle for you. And uh, a salvaged Dodge Neon after I'd, like, totaled it and had it rebuilt. Uh <gasps> I, I purchased this eight ball from her, and Angel said, looked at me, just got kind of close, and was just like, and I'm like, oh, she wants to, f she wants to get horny and naked. And fuck. Yeah. No. She was like, do you want to do something? And I was like, oh no, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna do it later. And she got out of my car and left. Because one of the things, if you're involved in the, in the weedler drug community, especially prevalent in the weedler community, is you're a fucking drug dealer, but you're, you know, of course, a scumbag. Yeah. And you're like, here's this overpriced fucking poison I'm selling you. Yep. That you're paying me a bunch of money for. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, do you want to do some drugs with me? Do you, can I use some of your drugs for free? That you just paid you for. Just paid for yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I was like, uh, no, please, I'll leave. <laughs> It's, br it's brilliant. Yeah. It's a good business see, What gets you, if you're, you know, in your coom brain, your drug out coom brain is just like the idea of doing coke with a hot les Like that feels like neat. Yeah. But you just got to follow it one step down the line of nothing's going to happen. Yeah, no. Yeah. She's going to do some of your drugs and promptly leave the vehicle. Yeah. She's going to be like, well, that's great. Hey. Thanks. Have a good one. Have a good one. Same time tomorrow? Okay. I'll see you. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's a good point. That's a... Uh, that's a very good point. That's why I just, I never really bothered with drugs or any of that because yep. I didn't have any money. Yep. And I was not willing to do we any. You got to steal. I was not willing to do any of that. Yeah. You know, like I, in high school, they'd be like, you when know. You're on, when you're on drugs, it makes more sense. Yeah. To be able to steal. Yeah. And I never got to that. I never got to that step. I missed it. Yeah. Because they'd be like, hey, man, you want to come to the beach with us and get drunk? And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, you got 18 bucks. And I'd be like, no. And be like, you're not drinking. And I'd be like, well, I'm not going. I'm just going to stay at my house and play RuneScape and, and look at weird stock information that I'm going to have to, you know, try and be kind of productive or ride my bike or something. I remember when I was like 16, 17, I didn't have a car because my, 
my parents weren't great people. Um, so I would walk six miles each way to get Burger King. And it would take me like four hours. And I didn't even like Burger King. But I would have like a little, sa- a little bag with uh, like a water and like my wallet. And I would get approached by homeless men for money or sexual favors or mm-hmm. whatever. And, uh, you know, then I would get home. My mom would be like, where you been the whole day? And I'm like, oh, I went to Burger King. So you quiet, you know, quick five-hour trip to Burger King in Hollandale Beach, you know. And, uh, you know, it was fine. You know, I had a good upbringing. You know, it was, it was whatever. I think the only weird job I ever had is I worked at a car wash when I was, like, 15 in North Miami Beach. And literally the entire staff of that place were, were all, like, either current or recovering, like, crack, crack addicts, meth heads. And I just remember, like, vacuuming out cars, and you would just see, like, used needles, like, ro- like weed roaches, you know what I mean? Like, crushed up pills in the, on, like, the center console or whatever. And I remember this one big fat guy, he was a good man. He told me that he would bake cocaine, and he would have, like, cookies that were, like, this big, and he would sell them for, like, $6,000 a day. And that he had two super hot twin daughters that lived in Alabama and he had a gigantic garage with like a hundred classic cars and that he was just waiting until he could get off probation and at a halfway house to go back to Alabama to be with them. And, uh, he had like a mullet and he always wore a hat and he had hair coming out. He had flowing hair coming out of the back and he would tell me all these cool stories about, uh, selling crack, doing crack, um, and how I shouldn't do those things. And I remember, like, the, the business was getting foreclosed on because, shocker, uh, it was not successful. And it just lost uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it, I was there helping clean out one night, and we were trying to do it under the cover of, of the night, trying to, you know, sneak out or whatever. And as we were doing this, one of the people that worked there, I guess, lived around the corner and came by and saw us cleaning shit out. And was like, hey, what are you doing? And we're like, oh, we're just, we didn't want to create, you know, a ruckus during the day. So we're coming after hours to just to clean shit out and whatever. And in reality, we never went back to that place ever again. And the bank took it. And they kind of knew because they were like, hey, man, there's guys, there's guys, there's guys in this white van across from the business. We've been yelling at them. And it was just people from the bank trying to make sure it wasn't a complete shithole. Um, and then I remember one time, one of the managers there had been stealing lotto tickets, stole like $10,000 in lotto tickets from the, from the business. And I remember I had to, I got called into the office one time and the owner, the owner of the car wash was, was yelling at the, this manager lady being like, you see this, this is who you've been stealing from. And it was me just standing there and I'm like 16 and I'm just like, she's like, you see, you've been stealing from him apologize. And she was, and the manager's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, whatever. You know, it was, it was, you know, it was, it was, it was interesting. Well, you got to finish the story. That man, he was going back to Alabama with his two hot daughters. He just recently took delivery of a Lazante P1 GTR fully converted street legal race car. Yeah. And a, uh, 9-11, um, sport classic. Yeah. No, he was um, totally a real person with all that money. Yeah, and right now, yeah, he's his collection's up to two hundred cars, and he's banging his super hot busty daughters every day, and yeah, he's living good. No, he's living. I think I'm, I'm sure he's doing great. He's a hundred percent dead. 
it's a haunted. This was like ten years, I like twelve to live years in the, ago. I like to believe in the version that I just. This came was up like with. four. This was like legit, four, like thirteen, fourteen years. He's dead. I like would choose to believe that he's a P one GTR owner in Alabama. Yeah, and I'm going to choose to be in reality. I want to believe that he's four five eight destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if he's four five eight destroyer, dude? And he owns a lot Ferrari. Oh my fucking god, bro. that'd be so good. Holy shit, uh, Jesus Christ, man! I want to believe that. Holy fuck. Well, we're at about an hour and 20. I feel like this is pretty good. I would like to end the, the, this, this particular episode with a message of love. Um, be yourself. Do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, as long as you're not hurting anyone. And, uh, you know, life's hard. and You got to find ways to, to, to get around things and to, to, you know, just carve little nuggets of happiness out. It's a struggle to persevere, yeah. as my father always says. In the words of uh, uh, Papa Adams, yeah. a great man, yeah. a, a great American. Also, Ford Raptor owner. As well, yes. Um, so I'm just following in, in I like how now I've actually kind of purchased two Ford Raptors. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> and I don't own one. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I bought my dad a Ford Raptor and then kind of basically... Bought me one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's... Uh, you've allowed me to be a real American, and I, I, I'm forever indebted to you for yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, if there's anything better than owning a Ford, it's got to be... Buying, buying Fords for the people you love. Yeah, that's right, baby. That's right. Um, See you next time, guys. Have a good one, guys. We love everybody.